It started 24 years ago, and in the past year, it has gone through round after round of negotiations to revamp it. And now President Trump has set a Friday deadline before maybe walking away from it. I'm talking about NAFTA and the divide it has placed between Trump and Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Can the trade deal and their relationship be saved before Friday's deadline? This is TikTok, and I'm Dave Myers. And joining us from the Bloomberg News Ottawa Bureau is Canadian government reporter Josh Wingrove. Thanks for joining us, Josh. Thanks for having me. So let's just start with Trade 101. What is NAFTA? Yeah, my gosh. It was like the sort of hang, hand-wringing and panic attack that we all had 20-something years ago uh, when there was a big debate over how countries should, should sell stuff to each other. And NAFTA was the foremost trade agreement that lowered tariffs, which meant you could sell something from the U.S. to Canada to Mexico and back and forth without being hit with duties or tariffs. And it was really mostly uh, has been used by the auto sector. It's about cars. And so we're kind of back at it. And, you know, at, at square one, everyone thought, listen, this is a 1994 deal. It's a sort of, you know, has, it talks about cassette decks in cars. It's too old. We got to update this thing. This is not even made for like a MySpace era, let alone a blockchain era, you know? And, but, the, you know, it's been a, it's been a <laughs> quite a roller coaster since. And, and I mean, by all intents and purposes, it's been a success, some would say. So why is President Trump making this such an issue in his first term? Yeah, Trump is all about auto jobs being lost to Mexico. That is his like parameter of NAFTA. And he's trying to rewrite the rules to stop that and to cut U.S. trade deficits. But, you know, it's, it's tough to do because it's not the U.S. is doing the trading, right? The U.S. is setting the rules. And then U.S. consumers are buying a lot of stuff from abroad. And for Mexico, that's cars, it's, but it's also things like vegetables and agricultural products. And abroad, it's all sorts of things. So he, he's trying to sort of, uh, you know, change the rules to change the flow of goods. But it, it's a crude thing. The lever doesn't quite work when you pull it like that. When you say uh, he's tried to change things, how, how has that played out from you know, a, a perspective north of the border for Prime Minister Trudeau? Well, first it was pretty good. I mean, they were having quite a loving and a bromance there for a while. I mean, Trudeau brought him, you know, a photo of Trump speaking alongside Trudeau's father. Trudeau at one point brought him a photo of Trump's grandfather, I think, old brothel in the Yukon in Canada. <laughs> uh, so, you know, they tried to build this personal rapport, and they did for a while. And Trump at first talked about tweaking NAFTA, and Canada sort of exhaled in relief that maybe this guy wasn't going to upend the apple cart. And then, you know, the, the villain changed, essentially, in the story a little while ago. And he really started picking on Trudeau, uh, you know, uh, around the G7 in particular. So for whatever reason, Trudeau is now, like, you know, enemy number one in many ways of Donald Trump, or at least the one that he picks on most frequently and most publicly of all the foreign leaders. And so, that, you know, lo and behold, they started pivoting to having talks only with Mexico, sort of leaving out, you know, one third of the, of the NAFTA parties. And so that all that back story takes us to Monday. Where Trump yeah. announced the deal with that, uh, a bilateral deal with Mexico, in, in what some might say was an awkward conference call with the Mexican president from the Oval Office. So, shortly, what did that deal do, and where does that leave Canada now? Yeah, it's like it's kind of, it's being oversold a little bit. I mean, it, it is it is essentially like a framework deal, but there's a path remaining that would need, you know, they're not going to be able to ram this thing through. So right now, all eyes are on Canada. That's uh, definitely true. That is bad for my work-life balance. But, you know, that's where we're going to be. But the Congress is the one that grants trade powers 
to the president, and there's already some sparring over whether they will let him push forward with Mexico only, because until now he's been skipping along this path under U.S. trade law that essentially was made for a trilateral deal. So some members of Congress are saying, hey, you can't just kick Canada off the ride halfway through. You got to try to reach a deal with it or you have to restart this whole thing. And so, you know, the White House takes a different view. We're going to see, you know, they, there's sort of a showdown aimed for Friday on whether Canada can reach at least a high-level deal that would allow the U.S. to notify Congress uh, of a deal being reached. But, you know, I think I think everyone's going to have to put some water in their wine to get there. And how's Trudeau been kind of tiptoeing this this entire thing? He, I mean, they have spent so much bandwidth like trying to manage the Trump relationship since Trump took office. Trudeau's had some stumbles here domestically, you know, and arguably that's linked to, you know, all the all the sort of many of the strong minds of this government, the senior staff, are, are spending all their days worrying about Trump. Um, so I think lately he's been taking a low profile, sort of, you know. De- declining to take the bait when Trump goes or Trump's surrogates go on the air and say that, you know, try to brand him as weak, dishonest Justin Trudeau and this or that. But he's also been pumping the brakes that we all shouldn't get ahead of ourselves and assume a NAFTA deal is a fait accompli. He says he's not going to sign just any deal. So, you know, they might have to hash some things out over the coming days and weeks. Now, now these are different stadiums uh, of foreign policy, if you will, but Trump's met with Putin. He's met with Kim Jong-un. Why, why can't these two leaders, you know, neighbors along the border, why can't they get along? It's a great question. It's a, it's a question everyone is asking. You know, there's a couple of irritants. I think the, the Canadians have gone around the Trump administration to try to build support in Congress. Perhaps that is angering him. You know, Trudeau is a very liberal guy who wouldn't really see eye to eye with Trump on a lot of policies. Maybe that's what it is, but we really saw it at the G7 in Quebec in June, and Trump left there, got on the plane, and really teed off on Trudeau from the plane on his way to his Korea summit. So the the optics at that time with him sort of teeing off on Canada, which as a reminder buys more U.S. goods than any other country by, by quite a margin. So it's his biggest customer, and he's a guy that's fixated on selling stuff abroad, and he's picking a fight with them, and then in the eyes of some, not really taking as hard a stance as they would like to see on guys uh, like him. So, you know, we're, it's, I think everyone in Canada is sort of learning to take this day by day. You know, stocks rise, stocks fall when it comes to presidential personal relationships. That's front of mind now as Trump looks pretty warm with other world leaders. You know, they might find, as Trudeau did, that that might not last. So wrap it up for us, Josh. What's the smart money say? Will there be a deal? Well, I don't know about smart money, but the money is saying there will be. You know, Canadian stocks have come up. The currency has strengthened in the last little while since that Mexico-U.S. deal was announced, which means investors are betting more likely than not that Canada will make it into the final dance. Uh, But I think that there are some key issues outstanding. So anyone that says with certainty that they know what's going to happen is maybe out on a limb. Uh, You know, there's a couple of really big divides that Canada and the U.S. are going to have to figure out a way to do to, to get around to get a deal. So uh, you know, I, I, I'm not making predictions. I don't think anyone was. They've blown through a lot of deadlines before. So Friday is going to be you know, this, this showdown, as I said. But you know, even then, that could slide. Bloomberg News Canadian government reporter Josh Wingrove, thanks for joining us. Make sure to follow Josh on Twitter at Josh underscore Wingrove. That's the TikTok for today. Thanks for listening. And please head on over to iTunes and let us know what you think. I'm Dave Myers. You can follow me on Twitter at David F. Myers, and you get all your updates on Twitter 24-7 at TikTok.